Hey, this is Casey Kearney, and you're listening to Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Please like us on Facebook, where you can click the anchor link to leave us a voicemail. You can follow us on Twitter at StayTunedTNH. You can even email the show at StayTunedTNH at gmail.com. You can find our merchandise at tchip.com and by searching Stay Tuned. A big thank you to Jesus Perez for helping to set that up for us. And if you need any artistic help, you can look him up on Facebook at Ace in the Hole Signs and Graphics or Dirty Baby Original. And his website is aceintheholesigns.com. We are available on all major podcast platforms, including Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So please make sure to share, subscribe, rate, and review. We appreciate your support. Now, let's get into the show. Welcome everybody here to another fun and adventurous Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Hey Troy. Hey, good morning Howie. Hey. Uh, I see you're wearing your Atlanta Braves hat. That must mean I they did what? Hat. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, very unexpected on my behalf, I must say. Yeah. Uh, I did not see them winning. Um, you got all these high-powered teams that, you know, just have all their loaded rosters and they got backups that are better than some team starters, you know? And, uh, yeah. and sure enough, I mean, it just, the, the Braves just got hot at the right time and we're able to hold the Dodgers off. And so they'll move on to play the Astros because the Astros won the night before over the Red Sox. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. I'm not, again, my hopes aren't very high. I mean, obviously I'll be pulling for them, but, uh-huh. um, we'll see what happens. Um, and I, I I love your lack of confidence. I mean, come on. I mean, the Braves won the National League Championship Series. I understand. I I truly understand why you were feeling the way you were feeling when they were playing the Dodgers, um, the big market team, and and the players that they have on that team. Um, But I say once you get to this level and once you get to the championship, it's it's not – any longer about the talent you have it's about them um and actually you know what i think i posted this on facebook just recently it's truly about the momentum yeah you know um and if you see that in all sports momentum is what carries you to that next level and uh yeah it's you can and, and yeah, I, if you really think about it think about the players who have won the mvp in the past a lot of them weren't High name profile right, players. Yeah. You know, it's about those players with the right momentum going into the season. You know, yeah. A lot of times, it's it's a guy that might just be a regular role player for your team. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, he just gets a hot streak going. Yep. And, uh That's what it comes that's what down happened to. Here for, for the Braves, I mean, Eddie Rosario was on fire. I mean, yeah. he he tied the record for most hits in an LCS series. And every other time it's been tied before, it was in seven games, and he did it in six games. <laughs> so um, yeah, yeah, no, he he was impressive. He had a, definitely a good series. 
the Braves pitching, which, you know, historically, um, you know, they're, they're always on point. Uh, I mean, yeah. they, they, they kept the Dodgers lineup in check. Yeah. And I was, I was really surprised. I don't know how many folks watched the game that we're, you know, talking to and such right now, or, you know, how much of it you watched Howie, but, uh-huh. uh, it was in the fourth inning and, um, you know, typically you're not pulling your starter out no. after four innings, you know? Um, but I, I guess the, the Braves manager just felt something might've been happening there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the, the eight, the eight hole hitter got on. And so he pulled, he came in and he put a pinch hitter in yeah. uh, in the fourth inning and pulled his pitcher out. And, uh, that guy came up with a big hit. And then after that was when Eddie Rosario hit that three run home run. Mm-hmm. And that seemed to be the, uh, the clincher. That yeah. was it. That's, that was well, all the runs they needed. And the Braves were in a pretty good position too, because they could pull their starter early, which means game seven, they have extra arms on deck ready to go, you know? So, yeah, that's true. I yeah. mean, that's true. You, you, you know, you could have probably done that, but um, their, their bullpen was just, and the, and, the, and the thing was, yeah, it was. And, and their bullpen all year was the thing that made me so nervous. They'd be up, you know, eight to three in some games. And next thing you know, I'm getting my updates on my phone and I'm like, Oh, they blew that game. Come <laughs> on. <you know? laughs> yeah. You know? Right. I know. So I know. So, so hey. it's, it's, yeah, things are just rolling for him right now and hopefully it keeps rolling because, um, you know, it's been what 20, how long ago was it? 95. So what, 26 years ago, I think mm-hmm. won the last one, last time they won the world yeah. series. So yes, indeed. How old were and you? The Astros just won one. They just won one recently, but maybe, you know, maybe they're out to prove that, um, that their win wasn't just due to cheating, mm-hmm. you know? that's when they were going through their whole sign stealing thing and you know what let me tell you that you know you got a good baseball background Howie so Uh what's your opinion on that that whole with the sign stealing and such yeah with the sign stealing um I mean with sign stealing in general there's a reason why we go through all sorts I mean I I was just recently a coach you know as of even last Mm -hmm. summer um with sign stealing I kind of expect people to do it I mean in a weird way, it's kind of part of the game. Hmm. Uh, so to me, I don't have an issue with it unless there's some kind of insider job of sign stealing. Uh, well, see, and I like, think, and I like think the that's Patriots, kind of where... for example, the Patriots doing their little thing on, you know, mm-hmm. um, videotape stuff. And now, now would you actually get, so let's say you have a guy on second mm-hmm. and the batter's up to bat. And the guy on second figures out the the signs that the catcher's going through for the pitcher to throw. Uh huh. Will he do something to the batter to kind of let him know what may be coming? Or me as a catcher when I played in the day, and I was uh, I was one of those players who was very revengeful. Mm-hmm. Um, if I saw that and I saw a runner, I mean, as a catcher, you go through a series of signs. Sure. You're supposed to be able to do it to where this runner on second is not able to pick up on it. If the runner on second is able to pick up on it and I know it, I promise you when that runner comes back up to bat, <laughs> he's getting hit. I mean, yeah. that's just what it was. That's the way it was. And uh and usually when the when that guy got hit, he didn't retaliate. He's like, "Yeah, I guess I deserved it." And then goes yeah. off to first, you know. Uh like, yeah, I mean, to me it's like, yeah, that's why I mean, if it were that simple, where they weren't allowed to steal signs, then I would just throw down a one, two, or three, and that would be it. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't have to go through a whole bunch of series and and decoys and such. Uh, so, 
it's part of like, the game. Like, 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 give us an example of like, um, you know, obviously, if you have a runner on first or a runner on third, uh-huh. or no runners on a roll, you can just lay down your fingers and exactly. whatever you hit up. That's right. So, but if there's a runner on second, you have to go through a rotation of signs. So, what would what would you typically set? Like, obviously, like, you got to change it because you don't want people to pick up on it, right? But like, what would you say? Like, okay, if I my third sign after I touch my chest or something, or like, well, what? Like, how would that work? It like, doesn't even have to be that that uh, complicated. I can just go to the pitcher and be like, "Hey, um, second sign will be the the pitch called," uh, or whatever sign I throw down twice. So if I if I throw down a bunch of them and then one happens to show up twice. That's the sign, but that's too complicated for a lot of pitchers. So I would just be like, "Hey, second sign is the pitch," and then gotcha. and then I, for example, I'd throw down one, three, one, four, you know, and then whatever, yeah. and then that would mean the second sign was three. Gotcha. And that would be the pitch. And then that, and then obviously when you get that runner on second base, that's when a lot of that's probably when you get a lot of confusion and pass balls or yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, wild pitches or yeah. Because if the catcher and the pitcher aren't on the same page, <laughs> yeah. If then, I throw down that know. second sign as a three, and it and that and that third sign is a slider, and then that guy yep. and I and I call it outside, and all of a sudden he throws an inside tight fastball, yep. I'm not catching it. It's going to make me look stupid. It, it's just a really interesting game to me. It with, is uh, the the game inside the game. Like it's mm-hmm. it's so interesting because. I guess with a fastball too, like if you call a fastball, you can kind of call where you want that fastball placed too, right? Oh yeah. Usually when I would call the fastball and I'm kind of showing it on video, but like, for example, Mm -hmm. if nobody's on second base, I would just call fast and then touch whatever side of my thigh that I want it on the plate. So, and you'll see that like when you're watching a game, it's that simple. You'll see the, the catcher call one and that, or mm-hmm. if if he wants the pitcher to throw over to first base, you know, or even, sometimes this is called a pitch out too. It'll be like one or that, and like when gotcha. he brings that thumb up, that usually means okay, pitch out or throw over the first, depending on what. The, yeah, I got you. Yeah. yeah, that's so interesting. It that's... is. It is. <laughs> it's it's uh it's people don't realize the the thought process that goes into a baseball game. It really know? is a, mm-hmm. a thinking man sport. And yeah. and because we like my, my stepson was there watching a game with me last, last night. I think it was the ninth inning and uh well oh no it couldn't be the ninth inning because the Braves were batting so it had to be the bottom of the eighth. Uh-huh. And um some guy just let a I think it was like a ninety three mile per hour fastball and it went right down the middle. And he's like, <laughs> why did he stand there and look at that? And I'm like he probably was expecting a different pitch and it probably just caught him off guard mm-hmm. or, you know, like, yeah. I mean, as a batter, got, as a batter, I'm yeah. going up to the plate and okay. It's like, it's two and oh, um, mm-hmm. you know, nobody's on base. I'm looking fastball. You know, yeah. cause this guy wants to get that strike. He doesn't want to go three and oh on me. I'm looking dead heat. Now, if this pitcher has a lot of confidence in their breaking stuff, now yep. I'm really confused. Cause I don't know what's coming. You know, right. um, but but usually when you got like a two zero count, they're they're looking for the easy pitch across, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try and drive it. You yeah. know, um, in fact, um, oh shoot, why can't I think of uh, the guy I hit the home run off of? Um, he ended up pitching a oh. yeah, I can't think yeah, of his I'm, name. I... Um, but even in that game, uh, he he was very cocky and arrogant. He was showing off his fastball to the scouts that were at the game. Mm-hmm. I went up there and I knew he had a good slider. I went up there and I just was like, 
he's going to try and throw it by me. And, uh, yeah. and you know, throwing 95, 96 miles per hour in college, that's understandable, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? And then, um, but, you know, when you see that pitch over and over and over again, you get to time it. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I was able to drive it over to left field wall. So, um, you know, it's, it's a it's a really interesting thinking person's game, but he had me at zero and two. I guarantee mm. you, if he would have threw me a slider at zero and two, he would have made me look so silly. Right, um, but he was all about trying to show off for the scouts. So, hmm. yeah, it's a fun game. Well, he, I guess in the long run, it worked out for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think he did okay. I think he did okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah anyway so the world series uh i don't even know when is that set to start do you know how tuesday 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 yep. night okay tuesday and i don't know who's oh. home and who's away but uh, i think the astros are if i'm not mistaken okay i think it, i think it goes off best uh regular season record in the I, world series and i guess the good part is you know the world series is starting later and later nowadays um you know it's already october yeah. 24th uh, as we record this so yep. you're looking at uh, October 26th for the first game of the World Series. And, yep. um, yeah, luckily both of these teams are in a warm climate area. So, And and you know what? How about this? Another underlying story real quick with this is um, how about uh, Dusty Baker still managing at his age. And, uh, and still doing well the, at it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember when when the Braves were in their heyday, and this is before they moved over to the National League East when they were still in the West because that was when they were based in Milwaukee. They got put in the West. Yeah. Um, they were playing the Giants, and the Giants had a good squad back then. That was when they had just got Bonds. They had Matt yep. Williams. They had um, – I can't remember all the names, but they had a good squad. And uh, oh, they had, Dusty Baker face, was the manager yeah. of that team. Okay. Yeah. So – yeah, they just had... uh, crazy that I'm, I'm. I'm curious as we're talking. I just want to look up how old he is real quick. But uh, okay, well, I remember he is him. 72, 72. Okay. Yeah, and Dusty Baker was a pretty good ball player too, if I remember correctly. Okay. So, hmm. Now was he the? He wasn't the uh, manager of the Nationals when they just won the World Series, was he? No, he wasn't. It was that Roberts guy, right? Yeah, I believe so. What? I can't even think of his name. Oh my gosh! <laughs> boy, oh boy, the minds are slipping our, our, our geez, names are slipping our minds this morning. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Let me. I'm trying to see. Um. I don't. I don't remember. Oh, Dave Martinez. Oh, That's yeah, who it yeah, is. Yeah, Dave yeah. Martinez. Yep. <laughs> but. So yeah, Dusty Baker trying to uh, clear the good name of uh, the Houston Astros trying to clear the name of the Houston Astros after their controversy with the sign stealing incident. And, uh, and I think they've moved on past that. I um, think so. I mean, it's, <laughs> we can call it what it is. If you want to call it cheating, you can call it whatever, but you know what it's, how many players are even, how many players have changed roles since then or how much people yeah. in management has changed roles. I don't yeah, really, I don't even point. look at the Houston Astros as that team anymore. So, no, I'm sure a lot of. I mean, yeah, there's still probably some key pieces that are the same, right? But um, it's probably not the majority of them anymore. You nope. know, it's probably a, a probably a very different team than what was there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, 
good luck to my Braves. I mean, yes, I'm pulling, I'm pulling for them. I don't have, I don't, I'm not feeling confident, but I wasn't feeling confident over the Dodgers either. So I think we're going to have to have, you know what? We're going to have to have a debate, Troy. We're going to, maybe we should get like wildfire on and, and, uh, and we can talk Houston Astros against your Atlanta Braves. Yeah. Well, oh no. Oh wait, no, Casey. There you go. Yeah, there we go. Casey Kearney and uh, wildfire. And, uh, (laughs) yeah, that could be an interesting, Hey, you know what? We ought to ask Casey if she was, uh, invited to uh, sing at the net. Do a national anthem. Oh my gosh, that'd be that'd be awesome for her what, if she got the opportunity to do that for the championship, or even if she got to do it for the World Series, that would be fantastic. Yeah, and um, we're talking about former guest Casey Kearney, who actually sang the national anthem uh, at well a couple times at the a, Atlanta. A few Braves. times, yeah. yeah. I think she did. I think she did national anthem, and I think she did a couple uh, seventh inning stretches too. Okay. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, yeah. Um, so if I'm and also if I'm not mistaken, I think they've won every game that she did. I believe you're right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this is I, the year that she started singing at Braves games and they make it to the World Series. Not saying anything, Atlanta. Maybe you need to look into that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and you know what? I'm going to take it to another step here, Troy. But um, I have to say that it's probably because of us. You know, okay. um, if we didn't have her on this show, uh, you know, and I think the combination of her being on the show and also – singing the national anthem i think we should be invited to a world series game and do our yeah, show live i, I mean I, that's I all i'm asking I mean, I mean the braves wouldn't even know about her if it wasn't it, for us so. th- exactly thank you that's that's all i was saying <laughs> that's all i was saying <laughs> uh yeah we're not too full of ourselves yet but you know we're getting there <laughs> We're getting uh, good times. Good times. <laughs> you know it. What else? What else is on your mind other than the uh, World Series coming up? Hallie? Well, you know what? I mean, we have speaking of former guests. You know, we got our boy uh, Seth Reed, who's uh, touring the East Coast. And, yes, sir. Uh, yeah. So this is him. He's on fire. He is on fire. He was just in uh, Sunbury, PA, not too long ago. Uh, yep. You know, putting on a good show, and it sounds like it was a, a huge success. Uh, I think and, last night he was in Charlottesville, Virginia. Yeah. Uh, what a cool guy, though. And all this, he's doing this all via his pickup truck. What does yep. he call his truck again? Old Blue or something? Oh, yeah, or? something along those lines. Uh, but yeah, he's. Man, he's traveling. He's got to be exhausted, I think, when he's all done. Yeah, uh, I fact, think he's really, I think he's really digging it, though. Yeah, he is. This is what he's meant for, I think, in his mind. You know, it's like this is what I want to do. And hey, you know what? As long as his, uh, as long as he's able to support himself and continue to do what he loves, why not? Hundred percent, and uh, yeah, Nick just had his show. Oh, that's uh, right, as well in Lebanon. Yeah, yeah, um, I was watching some of those clips. Uh, he's uh, he put on a good show. Yep, he did. So, congratulations to Nick Knight. So yeah, look, our all our former guests are blowing up. Casey at the Braves games. You got uh, <laughs> Seth rolling down the road here on the East Coast, uh, yeah. trying to make a name for himself and do well for himself, and. Um, so far, he's off to a great start. He yeah, had, he had Nick blowing up. Um, Damien, uh, Nick's Nick's um, buddy Damien. Yeah, he just, he just celebrated the 28th birthday and released another song. He does that every year. He told us that when we interviewed him that he likes to release a new song every year on his birthday. Okay. Um, so and he calls it whatever his age is. So this one's called 28. 
But yeah, um, right. I wonder if he's going to be okay with it when he's like 50. Does he really want know. to release his age at that point? I don't know. Maybe he'll say, <laughs> maybe he'll say like 29 plus three or something. There you, you know what go. I mean? like, there you go. Like, he'll make it like a math equation or something, you know, a <laughs> hundred divided by two plus seven. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> hey, this is song XL, you know, <laughs> yeah, Roman numerals. <laughs> Oh, oh yes. man! But um, um, yeah, <clears throat> good. Stuff. I have a little thing here, Howie, that I thought was pretty interesting. Uh, you know, as we're looking to talk, see what we're going to talk about. So on this day, oh yeah, in 1901. So what is that? 120 years ago, right? 120 years ago. Um, a 63 year old school teacher by the name of Annie Taylor becomes the first person successfully take the plunge over the Niagara Falls in a barrel. Yeah, and and think about 1901. 1901, um, women weren't really involved in anything spotlighted. I guess you can say. You know, it's yeah. I'm, I'm thinking this is probably even before they had the right to vote, right? Well, yeah, the right to vote was much later. Yeah, much much later. What is that? Was that in the uh, 19 teens? 19 something? You know what? Uh, without, I don't want to sound stupid, but I. I I think it was, you thought even, it was even later, later than, than that. that. Yeah. Okay. So you could be right. Um, yeah. I'll look that up as you as you talk yeah. about that I mean, real quick. But, but um, yeah, think about think about that person going over Niagara Falls in a barrel. And I guess you were saying that she even specially designed it. She put a harness in there, uh, padding inside the barrel. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I'm not an engineer of any sort, but. There's a lot of pressure hitting you as you're going down that waterfalls. I mean, definitely. I mean, I mean, it's. I don't remember where the article was that I saw, but I think. What did I say? Like 190 feet or something? Yeah, I think you said 190 feet and dropping 190 feet. 175. I'm sorry. 175. All right. Oh, wow. Okay, 15 feet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, dropping 175 feet is one thing in itself um you know but as you hit that water how much pressure of water from above is coming down and hitting you at niagara falls good point good point is oh it's yeah it's it's insane so so uh passed by congress june 4th of 1919 and ratified on august 8th 18th, 1920. Okay. Was when the ninth, was the, the 19th amendment with the women's right to vote. Okay. So, um, so 1920. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So about 20 years after this with the, uh, the barrel fall here. Um, uh, but yes, yeah, I guess her husband had died in the civil war. Um, okay. And, um, she heard about these awesome falls or whatever over in New York uh-huh. or whatever. And so that's where she went. And, now think, uh, think about that too, because earlier in, um, we didn't say this, um, on the podcast, but she claimed to be how old? She claimed to be in her forties. Yeah, so she was in her forties. Uh, oh, and by that? the way, this was on her birthday. As oh, by the way, also. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. Happy birthday, Annie! <laughs> Boom. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, think about that. She she claimed to be in her forties, but she had a husband in the Civil War. Yep. It uh, says it says genealogical <laughs> genealogical records later showed she was sixty three. Yeah. Huh. So, uh, yeah, a wooden pickle barrel, five feet high by three feet wide. My gosh. And, uh, I mean, it's just, this is just insane. Like, as I'm reading this, you know, it's knocked violently from side to side by the rapids and then propelled over the edge of Horseshoe Falls. 
Taylor reached the shore alive, a bit battered, around 20 minutes after her journey began. Um, and then it says between 1901 and 1995, 15 people went over the falls. Ten of them survived. <laughs> Among those who died were Jesse Sharp, who took the plunge in a kayak in 1990, <laughs> and Robert Overcracker, who used a jet ski in 95. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Just a little, just a little uh, note here. No matter the method, going over Niagara Falls is illegal, and survivors face charges and stiff fines on either side of the border. You know what? So, After you survive, do you really care? <laughs> I think I think the public publicity and um, yeah. notoriety you get from that fall would take uh, care of those fines. I would love to see in this day and age, in this technological world, um, as when someone's going down the falls. I want to see them now strapped with like a GoPro, and uh, I mean, I want to, I want to see that Howie, experience. We're not trying to give people ideas here. <laughs> well, speak for yourself, Troy. Um, but uh, yeah, I would love to see someone go down with like strapped with like the the dash cam, the body cam, all that oh, stuff. Oh man, what a what a cool like, experience that would be to see. Next thing you know, we're going to get a photo or a video sent to us from Mike or Bruce or something. <laughs> <laughs> but Niagara. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, you're not saying any of those two are going to be jumping over the falls. No. Although, although I will say Bruce, Bruce uh, was a uh, paratrooper. See? Yeah, so he if anybody, I would th- I would say that he would be the one to do it, but I but knowing him, no, he's not doing it either. I mean, yeah, I mean just just touching on our who we're talking about here real quick, Mike Brown and, <laughs> and uh, Bruce Ford who are our, on our football pick show, we did yeah. picks with them, and um, also Jeremy Ryder's on there. And, and uh, you know, I think if the Dolphins keep starting to, uh, I think Jeremy <laughs> Jeremy might want to jump over the falls. <laughs> yeah, he might even ask us to push him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting involved in that. I don't need anything on my record. No, no, you don't need that. Oh, yeah, that's so funny. That's right. So yeah, that's. Uh, Crazy thing that happened in history. I thought that was a pretty cool article I found. Yeah, that is. Um, so happy birthday to Annie Taylor and uh, happy anniversary to your plunge over Niagara. Yes. Have you ever been to Niagara Falls, by the way? I've, I've been a couple times. Yeah, yeah. I have yeah. too. And it's, uh, I, I just could never imagine. Yeah, it is an amazing sight, but I could never imagine like just someone just going off of that and just. I know. I know. Yeah. Incredible. Yep. For sure. Well, um, you know what? I think this would be a pretty good time for us to take a break and come back with okay. with some birthdays and uh, and whatever else we want to talk about and whatever other rabbit hole, I should say, that we want to go down. And, oh, uh, I'm sure we'll find one. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, so, yeah, so let's uh, kind of go out and listen to some good old-fashioned uh, Seth Reed music here. So uh, we'll be right back after this quick message. We need to change. Somebody told me when I came to Nashville, son, you finally got it right on that. Happy birthday, happy birthday, oh yes, it's your day, I hope that it's okay. Though it be so cliche, make good things come your way, so have a happy, 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 happy Yes, we did. You think that, that you think that guy on Jib Jab would realize that that thing's gonna blow up by now? 
You know, he's been blowing yeah, out. Yeah, he pick doesn't catch week. one, does he? No. Um, but yeah, um, <laughs> we're going to keep on him. Not, we're going to keep counting on him, not counting, uh, catching up on that. So that's right. Well, I'm really having a hard time with words this morning, Howie. I don't know what's going on. You know uh, what? We words are hard. <laughs> yeah. We done learned them a long time ago. <laughs> um, yeah. So some birthdays on the horizon here. Um, I'll tell you what, it's crazy. I was looking up birthdays and it's like, there's two people, the two genres that people have, uh, birthdays in. And yeah. one of them is football, and one of them is music. So we'll start in football. Okay. Uh, we got a current player on this list, Jalen Ramsey of the Rams at 27 years old. Yeah. And then uh, some some players maybe from um, from our childhood, maybe, like uh, maybe Joe, Jay Novacek. That would definitely have been our childhood. Oh, that, definitely 59. during our childhood. Um, yeah. Good. And then maybe a little bit later, you know, maybe in our late teens to early 20-ish, somewhere around there was when Corey Dillon popped on the scene, right? Yeah, I wasn't a huge um, fan of him because he was a Cincinnati Bengal. And, uh, he was a Bengal, and he, tell you what, he actually had some, if I'm not mistaken, didn't he have a couple, he, he broke the record at one time or close to it, right? Didn't he have I, like I know he was one of one the uh, premier backs and elite. Yeah, I don't know where he was in the record books, but uh, he was yeah. good. He was definitely good. Yeah, he I, came he came into onto the scene, I think, after the Icky, you know, uh, Icky Woods. Um, yeah, you know. yeah. I think there was a couple other backs in there too because that was mm-hmm. when the Bengals went after Kajana Carter. And, yeah, uh, yep. He blew he blew his knee out in the first uh, first game of the preseason, first um, first snap, I think. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. What is it with these Penn State running backs? Wow, good point, right? <laughs> Speaking of that, did you holy before we move on to birthdays here? Did you see that yesterday? With the no. Penn State in Illinois? No, I did not. Who won that game? Uh, uh, Illinois did uh, eight, 18 to 16. Wow. It went into nine overtimes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So I don't know if you know the, the, how they do this now, but I guess they do – college football adapted this thing where um, in overtime you start at the 25-yard the line of your yeah, time. yep. And you get whatever – you get your normal downs to get a score. Well, I what they changed it to now is after – um, the third overtime, they just alternate taking turns on two point conversions, mm-hmm. and they each have a turn to match each other. And so, like you're getting these like weird scores now. Like that's how you got eighteen to sixteen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like and yeah. it just like it was. And and they but, start like when they when they go into that first overtime, that's the twenty five on the opposition side, right? Correct. Okay. Correct. Yeah. So they only, so they're all basically already in field goal range. When yeah. They get the ball. Yeah. You know. Um, hmm. So yeah, it was. Uh, crazy i'm uh i'm gonna i'm working yesterday i'm at a job and the customer had it on and i'm just like this is this is insane <laughs> i've never seen anything like this because normally if it goes into overtime it's like teams take going back and forth scoring yeah no these were teams going back and forth stopping each other <laughs> like wow, oh, wow. Else. anyway i digress <laughs> um, yep it's all good so yeah Corey dillon 47 years old and uh and a legend um you know came up as a colt moved on to the 49ers and then ended his career with the giants. And I, I think that's probably who he's most remembered with. And that would be YA Tittle. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he died at the age of 90 on October 8th, 2017. And, uh, yeah. And NFL MVP. Um, and I think he was like a two or three time all pro as well. So yeah. uh, quite a career Tittle had for himself. For sure. So into the music world. Um, yes, indeed. Let's start with uh, with this guy. Let's start with um, 
Mr. Well, he's one of the one of the crew that died on the day the music died. So oh, yeah. uh, let's play this clip here. All right. Hello, baby. Yeah, this is the Big Bopper speaking. <laughs> I know who it is. Yes, indeed. Oh, Giles Richardson Jr. Died at the age of 29 years old, Hallie. I know. 29. And look how um, like popular or famous he still is. This yeah. many years later. Chantilly lace and a pretty face and a ponytail hanging down with a little walk and a giggle talk. Yeah, so the big bopper, Giles Richardson Jr. I did not know that was, that was his real name. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, happy birthday to the late, great big bopper. Yeah, and the thing is, he could still be alive today, you know, with his age. Yeah, I guess uh, if he was born in, uh, what did I say, 30, mm-hmm. so that would make him 91? Um, yeah, 91 years old. Yeah. But yeah, real possibility he could still be with us. Isn't that something? Yep. Yeah, but I guess in that plane ride, we also lost Richie Valens and um, Buddy Holly. Yeah, so. wow. Yeah, he got overshadowed, I think, a little bit with that one. Yeah, he's usually the one that's forgotten out of those mm-hmm. other two. Um, but, I mean, I mean he, you know, he, he didn't have much time in the industry, and he was already making a name for himself. So Yeah, yeah. Uh, another guy that uh, has already surpassed that age <laughs> and uh, really big. And um, a lot of people say he's, you know, one of the best rappers out there today. Mm-hmm. Um, Canadian rapper. Oh, I didn't know he and, was Canadian. Uh, yeah, he's he's Canadian. Okay. Yes, he is, and that's he's a big Raptors fan. Actually, that's a ah okay. He's always at the Raptor games. So. Gotcha. So this is this is Aubrey Drake Graham. You probably just know him as Drake. Yeah, I was gonna say I just know him as Drake. That's how far back we go. Don't pull up at 6 a.m. Anything you guys want in the store is free. Uh, here in the background as we're talking. Yeah. So, um, yeah, 35 years old. Happy birthday to Drake. And then here's one that um, I was just gonna say. I was watching the video though, um, and here okay. he's in he's in a grocery store with a bunch of people, and he's like, "Hey, everything you want in here is free. Load up your cart." And uh, what a cool, cool thing to do, I think. Yeah, it'd be nice to be able to help people that way, wouldn't it? It would be. I mean, that's I mean, that's what our goal is of this podcast is to to, to get that big that we can do that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would love to be. <laughs> I, I would love to be able to do that. <laughs> uh, uh, pulling up in your Aston Martin, right? Yep. Be like, hey, let's help people today. <laughs> uh, so we got one more birthday today yes and indeed. that would be uh monica she's yeah. turning 41 years old and had a big hit with brandy the boy is mine and that's what we're gonna hear in the background here but yeah, she also had uh, yeah. the angel the angels what is it angel of mine or those yeah. a big one? here she is Yeah, talented singer. Yeah. I'm sorry, yeah, how old did you say singer. she was? 41 today. She's my age. Same year she was born. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Her real name is Monica Denise Arnold. Oh, yeah. It's 
pretty pretty crazy. Um, some of the singers that you know just by one name, right? Yeah, I know. I mean, even Drake you can throw into there, right? But usually it's a female. Yeah, Madonna, Monica, yeah. Brandy, Brandy. Uh, yeah. I mean, even though she wasn't uh, known as this on stage, but Whitney, right? Yeah. Like you could just say one name and you know who it is. Whitney, Dolly, you know, like um, um, Aretha. I mean, like, it's just crazy. Um, Adele now, right? Oh, yeah. Like, they just all go by this one name. Like, what are they going to do if they have the same name as somebody else and they can't just choose one name? Though? <laughs> I know. I know. So, yeah, kids, if uh, if you want – or uh, parents, if you want your kids to be popular singers, uh, use a u- unique name that maybe isn't already taken by somebody else. Like even Ariana Grande now, Ariana, you know what I mean? Like, you know, use a unique name so that way if they do become famous singers mm-hmm. that uh, they don't have to use a name that was already taken by somebody else, you know? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, um. So on the horizon, Howie, we got uh, Kendall Phillips coming up, right? Yeah, Kendall Phillips. We're going to be uh, interviewing and recording on, uh, I believe, November tenth. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, I'm going to reach out to her as, uh, and uh, send her um, send her a little bit of a, a reminder, and uh, you know, and uh, get her on board. I'm looking forward to that interview. Yeah, that so, should be fun. Get yeah, a little bit of a. Uh, insight on you know the American Idol background mm-hmm. and how that all went down. Yeah, and, 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 I, I, uh, and I'm curious to see like the path that she wants to go down because I know she's a singer, obviously uh, Nashville country singer, mm-hmm. uh, but she kind of seems like she's dabbling a little bit in like modeling and and such. And uh, so I would just be curious to see what uh, direction she wants to go. Yeah. Yeah. Um... So yeah, I'm, I'm interested for that interview as well with mm-hmm. her. Um, you know, it's sure it'll be it'll, it'll, to me. It's going to be cool just to get some insight into what all goes on behind the scenes and yeah. that whole American Idol thing that you don't see on TV. I know, you know, I know, and yeah, and how much of it is staged? And, yeah, and so forth. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait to hear that. I'm, I'm really looking. Are there extra to takes that. that you don't see that you think are just the first take? You know uh, what I mean? Uh-huh. Like. Yeah, that's 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 all going to be interesting to me. You yeah, know, how much of that is actually just a performance, and how much of that is actually real? Yeah, you know? and how much of that has helped her get to where she is now? You know, yeah. So that's a good point. Yeah. So uh, so, I think we've said here it all, we are Troy. <laughs> another another episode in the books. Yes, indeed. Uh, and and I did count. We still have a little bit of uh, ways to go for our one hundredth episode. Okay. So, um, but I'll I'll have to count and get a definitive number and uh, get back to you on that. So because we're gonna have a big blowout. Oh, without a doubt. I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking some stadium, you know, because we're not gonna be able to hold all the seats in a yeah that's, arena. I mean, we could probably go to uh, Happy Valley and maybe get, <laughs> we could probably rent out the uh, the Nittany Lions Stadium. You know, it's yeah. I mean, charge what thirty five bucks a head. I would say so, yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. I mean, I, I hope that's big enough. I don't know. That's 110,000? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, that's right. You guys can probably commit us. We're going insane. So. Oh, that's it's all good, It's though. good times. That's right. 
But uh, yeah, so I guess that concludes our show. And uh, yes, sir. We'll see everybody again next week. Don't forget, we do a football weekly pick show uh, that usually airs on Thursday. And uh, yeah, until next time, folks, uh, stay tuned. Thank you, Langer Hermel. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to another episode. Please like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at StayTunedTNH. Email us, StayTunedTNH at gmail.com. And uh, whichever podcast avenue you're listening to us on, Google, Apple, Spotify, uh, please subscribe, share, rate, and review. And until next week, stay tuned.